All right, welcome back, everyone. This is episode two of the Down for the Brown podcast. Like you know before, my name is Donnie. I'm Kenneth. And today we're joined by a very special friend of mine. Why don't you uh, go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, everyone. My name is uh, Matt Turner. I'm a good friend of Donnie's and a new friend of Kenneth's here. Uh, excited to be on the show today. Yes, yes. Matt Turner Burner. How you been, man? Uh, I've been really good. Uh, you know, life is looking pretty up, so lots of cool things happening. Solid, uh, yeah. solid. All right. How did, how did we meet, Matt? So you and I met uh, when our good friend James... Um, invited me to a ski trip cabin trip with you guys uh it was uh what was it 2021 2021 winter 2021 like two years ago yeah that's crazy almost exactly two years ago it was yeah it it was was. february i think yeah i remember everybody in the group was kind of wondering i was like who's matt who's matt we didn't meet you besides like james and mech our friend mech at that time so i had met james josh and jacob and i think mech a little bit at the time but um yeah, it was, I was really just close with James, and he's like, yeah, you know what? You know, we'll get you into the group. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's yeah, been like, yeah, it's been cool. So. And it's actually um, Matt <clears throat> and Kenneth's first time meeting tonight. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, let's get right into it. So, a little icebreaker question I want to start off today's episode of the podcast with is Would you kiss all your homies in the mouth for $100,000? Uh,. <laughs> I like how you're the first to answer this one. <laughs> well, excited. You know what? <laughs> you can ask me that question probably a hundred times, and I'd say yes every single fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? We're we're paying for all the homies' vacations too. <laughs> no, for me it depends. Depends. Is it tax exempt or not? <laughs> so we'll do it. How, how do they do it with the lottery? You. You get taxed, I think it's like twenty percent, or you can take the you can take the lump sum, or you can take the monthly. I would probably take the lump sum, mm-hmm. and I would probably do it because it doesn't say I have to be on the uh, on the lips, you know. No, it's on the mouth. You just say that. Oh, uh, you did say that. I just said, yeah, it's on the mouth for a hundred thousand. So it's a money thing for you then. It is a money thing. No, just kidding. Get get over here, Donnie. No, that'll have hundred thousand dollars on me like that. I don't think I do it for free. You do it for free? Oh, hey yo. All right. Hey, you gotta answer. What? No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice try. Nice on, try. Next question. Next question. No. All right, a hundred thousand um, dollars. I would do it. I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to kiss my homies for free. Sorry, homies. Any homies listening that want it? Sorry. But a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money, so I think I would have to. I go ahead and have to. Would you do it for less? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's my price point. <laughs> so like 20 bucks? How much money is in your pocket right now? Nothing, bro. <laughs> Nothing, bro. <laughs> no handouts tonight. No handouts tonight. No. I wouldn't do it for less. Sorry, guys. Um, okay. So moving on. Um, Matt, let's uh, let's ask some questions to you. So, all right. Uh, directed towards you. You've lived in many parts of the world. Correct? Yeah. Um, what was your favorite place of residency? Favorite place to live? So I got a favorite place and I got a craziest place. What's your favorite I can place? talk about both, though. Um, favorite place is Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recently got to visit back at our old home in the German Alps. And uh, 
probably the the best thing I got out of that was learning how to ski from you know a really young age. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, my dad's military, so uh, he was actually the dean of students at the uh, at the military base. There it was a school for foreign diplomats, like oh, from sick. all over the world, sick. and. Um, They'd come and learn with our military and my dad, and yeah, so super multicultural like background, um, pretty awesome. But yeah, every Wednesday they would take us out of school early and up to the mountain, and we'd ski. So sick, dude. Sick. Um, but the um, craziest place I've lived is Moscow. Oh, in, in Russia, <laughs> and um, you know, there's there's things we could say now. There's things we could say back then. That was that was like. 2003 I lived there so I was pretty young but um I do have I'm the oldest of all my siblings and I do have some pretty uh solid memories from that and even as a kid I knew things were just like they were different different from like everywhere else else yeah yeah they're uh yeah it's interesting at this current day and age would you move back to Moscow uh it would probably be illegal actually uh, especially like with my with my dad's background, oh, uh, it was somebody somewhere would put a stop on it. Uh, yeah. So no, for yeah, sure, yeah. without a doubt, um, without a doubt. All right, next question. So you bought a home recently. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Do you have any advice for future home owners? And I guess anyone listening who's looking to buy a house in today's yeah, um, you know it's. It was really a lot of work. Um, you know, sometimes people like to, you know, they go into the, the home house market and they, uh, you know, they don't really want to do anything themselves. So they just mm-hmm. buy like a complete house already. You know, it's already been refurbished. Uh, usually that adds on a lot to the price. Um, but, you know, I'm young. I don't have a lot of money. So uh, I knew that a lot of it would be, uh, uh, I'd have to do myself. Um, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I'd say like that's a part of the journey, you know, just welcome the the task with uh, open arms and it really does feel like you know, uh it's it's my own thing nice. that I've built. So, um not the whole thing. That'd be cool. But uh be cool. you know, like when you're when you're growing up, your parents are are always saying, uh you know, if you paid for this or if you built it yourself, you'd appreciate it more and they're, so you kind of feel that? Yeah, they're goddamn right. So, they're goddamn yeah. right. And, yeah. and Kenneth, you've, you've recently bought a home as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about a year ago. Yeah, it's actually the one that we're in right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, uh, oh, my bad. Do you have any, any um, suggestions or advice for future homeowners or anyone looking to buy a home right now? The only thing I can say is that I absolutely enjoyed going through an agent because, like Matt said, it was a lot of work even with the agent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you're still waiting like a month while it's going through escrow mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. But unlike Matt, I wanted to buy a house that was like all ready to go. Okay. So yeah, it's like two different perspectives on it. Because I figured the amount of work that I would end up putting in would be about the same as the difference in price for the house. Mm-hmm. And so I'd rather have that uh, factored in with my mortgage instead. Gotcha. Gotcha. That does make sense. It's nice that we have like both you guys to get both ends of the spectrum on the home buying process for anyone who's looking to do that in the future. Personally, and, I I'm looking to do that in the future as well. Mm. What are you saying? And, and even still, like you know, you buy a house and it's all ready to go, but there's always work. There's oh. there's still always work, you know. And I, I know you know this, so <laughs> you know, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, that's that's you know, makes it yours. So yeah, you go. that is true. 
I have no info on it because I'm renting, but my friend bought the house that we're staying in right now, mm-hmm. and they're having to go through home renovations or you know things that come up. And I'm just like, thank God I don't have to deal with any of that because a lot <laughs> of it sounds expensive. But like you said, that satisfaction of I guess of owning your own place and working on it does not seem like it's a very rewarding um, thing to do. Yeah. Matt, so you've definitely traveled the world. You're quite the world traveler mm-hmm. yourself. Um, and this is also a uh, question for you too, Kenneth. But where is your guys' next destination? Uh, I guess I'll start. We were we've been kind of talking about it earlier, but um, I am going to Taiwan on a uh, study abroad program. Um, I actually I just found out yesterday I won the scholarship for it as well. So, oh wow! Dude. Yeah, congratulations. It's, nice. Basically, it's gonna pay for my part of the mortgage when I'm gone. But, you know, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, no, it's Sick. it's super helpful, um, and uh, yeah, I'll be over there for about five weeks. Uh, oh, dude, it's gonna long. be awesome. Nice. Um, it's a very, I you know, I was gonna try to do Japan through like the Seattle campus, mm-hmm. but this one is run by my uh, professor who I'm pretty close with, and oh, um, yeah, she like really wanted me on the program, and yeah, pretty cool. So, um, yeah, it's like, you know. A lot of people kind of overlook Taiwan, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, at least, you know, in broader context of, like, East Asian history. Uh, gotcha. You know, like, Japan, China, and everyone's doing their thing. Taiwan is just that, you know. But it has a, you know, has a really, really cool history and, uh, and past, and it's, it's actually a very, very unique place, and can't wait to see it. So I love Taiwanese food. Yeah. Like hot pot and stuff. Mm-hmm. Kenneth, do you like hot pot? Oh, you know I love hot pot. <laughs> I'm already planning our trip to uh, Tasty Time again. Oh, man. For those of you that don't know, Tasty Time is a hot pot place in Bellevue, Washington that we went recently. For Donnie's birthday. Yes, that happened a couple days ago. I'm old now. Happy birthday, Donnie. (laughs) Dude, it it was so... It's The birthday's over. I'm done. I'm done with the birthday. How's the 26 Club? The 26 Club? it, It feels the same as 25, Everything is kind of breaking, I would say. I've st- started like physical therapy for my knee. I kind of mentioned it before. I wake up and I'm like, dang, my back kind of hurts. <laughs> well, you know, Donnie, you sound so millennial. I sound so millennial. <laughs> I'd rather take that than sound like Tide Pod eating Gen Z kids or something. <laughs> Dead ass. Dead ass me. <laughs> All right, moving on <laughs> to the next question. Matt, uh, you're in a very... Or, I would say happy relation. I think you guys are in a happy relationship. You guys are very happy yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think the key to a successful and happy relationship is? Um, so, you know, everyone will say communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I would have to agree with that. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's kind of like we both accept each other when we make flaws or when we when we are flawed and we show our flaws um and you know we might get frustrated in the moment uh but uh we always as long as like each person is kind of committing to to working it out Mm -hmm. um it's gone pretty good so far so um now i honestly like we've been together just over a year now and um i know like I'm managing my expectations as well, mm-hmm. where uh, like we haven't run into all the problems that a relationship have to, has to offer, you know. Gotcha. And so, um, but 
like we both understand each other to a to a pretty good degree now and yeah I, I mean I feel confident that when those challenges come come up then we'll we'll get over it so gotcha yeah um, yeah I think just mutual understanding uh, and communication mm-hmm. definitely for sure for sure so trust trust yeah. yeah and that equals trust yeah yeah Kenneth do you have any input on that one ooh you know I don't right now Donnie I'm just asking <laughs> off the top of my head in a successful or like a working relationship relation because you've, you've been in a relationship before so you have some insight on you know parts of it that were happy I guess or stuff mm-hmm. that worked you know what worked for you that you can kind of share well the things that worked for me is understanding each other's love language mm-hmm. for example if I am acts of service and she's words of affirmation mm-hmm. She might try and show her love to me in a way that I don't, that isn't my love language, yeah. but it's also up to me to understand that even though it's not how, what I would appreciate, it's what she's able to give and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So it's really about understanding each other and where they're coming from, I think. Gotcha. gotcha. I think for me, what would work in a relationship or what would make each other happy, I think well, I'm not in a relationship currently, but in past relationships. Yeah, I thought, Donnie, I thought hey, hey, single boys, we're for the streets, that's why. <laughs> the streets are cold, though. <laughs> right now, holy shit, right now, it's especially freezing. Right now. It's fucking freezing outside in Washington. But anyways, going back to the uh, question at hand, I think the key to happiness in a relationship is definitely like understanding the other person. And at the end of the day, I know two people don't really agree on the same things every single time but understanding someone and having the willingness and I guess how do I put this being humble enough to talk things out and have like good communication is definitely a main factor to like a a healthy relationship I would say no I agree the other thing too is like even when you disagree it's not always about who wins the argument Mm mm-hmm you know, sometimes you just have to both decide there is no winning. We're going to reach a resolution together. Got you. Yeah. Got you. I actually yeah, <clears throat> I have something I, I think pretty interesting to add. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would suggest um, for a working relationship is to really explore, like, difficult subjects together. Okay. So, like... Give us, uh, give us an example. So, give us an example. you know moral topics uh, it could be politics you know you can really get to the bottom of things and um usually uh you can you know understand way better where someone's coming from if you understand you know their positions on um you know their worldview essentially Mm -hmm. so uh personality tests you know could be a fun couple thing to do together uh Yeah. yeah it'll you know, to just getting to that deeper level of understanding um, and tackling tough subjects. Gotcha. Pretty good. Gotcha. That was good. I think you guys had uh, a lot of good input, and I hope anyone listening can uh, kind of <clears> reflect <throat> on that too, to make a, you know the other person happy at the end of the day. That'll be good. We had a couple questions from a couple of our listeners. Uh, People who just actually just replied to me on social media when I asked, do you have anything that you want to talk about or discuss? And we had one person ask, when women say men ain't shit, how do you react? 
And I'll go ahead and ask this to you, Kenneth, to start off. Well, when women say men ain't shit, it's probably because they're hanging around with men that aren't shit. Oh. It's like what I said last week, you know, you are who you surround yourself with. And so they're choosing to be around men that don't meet their expectations or they aren't offering anything other than superficial um, items Mm. like nice car, money, go out to drink. Go to clubs, brave party, all that, Gucci all of belt, that. You name it. You name it. And so it's easy to buy stuff, but how hard is it to kind of be yourself to someone? And I know that sounds cheesy as hell. No, you're good, man. But really being able to be vulnerable with someone and get to know them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, and I'd actually, I'd have to agree pretty fully with that. Uh, yeah, I like I this think... map better. Like, <laughs> well, your own brother? Oh, so no, I think a lot of people. First of all, there's a lot of shitty people out there. Yeah, you know, no, like it's 100%. really, really 100%. easy to run into them. Okay, yeah. and when you're not intentional with your uh, with your life choices and like who you're hanging out with, um, yeah, this shit's gonna happen. You know, if you're mm-hmm. if you're not intentional, like on every single level. Um, vetting the people that you're with, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, some shit's gonna hang out, like happen. So, uh, and then it also comes down to boundaries, you know. Right. So, yeah, yeah. like at some point, usually when when somebody is saying that, it could be a girl or a guy. Uh, at some point in whatever relationship they were in, they didn't stand up for themselves, and uh, you know they they let their boundaries just get walked all over mm-hmm. and but they don't want to blame themselves you know it feels yeah. it feels bad to blame yourself it you does. know so i think uh, people, sometimes you know it's it's hard especially if it's in a relationship with someone that you care about um being accepted uh based off like what someone's like telling you is kind of hard to it's a hard pill to swallow at the end of the day especially mm-hmm. if that person's like an asshole and like you mm-hmm. know they're treating you indifferently then that's messed up but i think that when I hear, like, the phrase, like, men ain't shit, like, I mean, I agree, like, people are assholes, like, people are shitty people. Like, if someone told me, like, you know, you ain't shit, I'd be like, you're right, I'm the whole trash can, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I, I mean, in all seriousness, yeah, I, I think that it definitely applies to certain people, and sometimes, you know, that might apply to you, but I think some people take it in, um, indirectly as well, or directly as well, which causes this certain type of discussion to happen. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. like, like the men that know they ain't, they ain't shit, yo, like, they're, they're, they're the ones like, that get mad about it. Yeah, you know? they're definitely like, yeah, like yo, they're... what do you, what do you mean by that? Like, yeah. like you really, like, like oh, I, I gotta, I gotta reply to this. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, and then they're just, they're just showing off their insecurities to the world at that point. And so, exactly. yeah, yeah. And so. really, like what Matt was saying, it's all about boundaries. The reason yes. why they keep getting hurt by the men that ain't shit <clears> is because they keep letting them Mm-hmm. Like, why are they responding to those late night texts at one in the morning? You up, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. True, true. Because I mean, if you got a text at one a.m. from Don't a girl you were talking, to. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll ask Matt. <laughs> if you got a text from a girl you're talking to at like one in the morning, okay. she hasn't talked to you all day. You gonna respond? So, a long time ago, I probably would have, you know. But you know, it, it's something you learn. You 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 learn uh, self respect, and you kind of mm-hmm. you kind of grow into it, and so. Um, people kind of get sick of having their time wasted. 
Oh, so you know, dude, at one a.m. I'm watching Bionicle videos, you know, like that's booty call, like the straight up like full Bionicle lore, or you you name it, you know. I'll, I'm I'm busy. I'm up there. there. I'm busy. He said you up, like yeah, but not for you. <laughs> no, my my dude, my cutoff's two a.m. If she texts me at one a.m., I'm there. <laughs> Stupid. I'm there. On the weekend, maybe. On the weekend, maybe. On the weekend, maybe. No. Like we talked about last week, Donnie. It just depends on how much of that dumb bitch juice you were drinking. Right, right. Sometimes you drink a little bit. Sometimes you drink the whole thing. Yeah, that's just how it goes. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and uh, kind of switch gears here. We had another suggestion um, from one of our listeners or viewers or someone who just asked me a question. They wanted us to talk about mental fortitude. And I'll go ahead and just ask you guys, like, what does that kind of mean for you? I think that for me, mental fortitude is being able to refocus yourself despite what kind of shit you have going on. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Donnie, you're an older sibling. Matt said he's the oldest sibling. So how many times have you had to put aside how you were feeling to take care of your younger siblings? A decent amount. I, I wouldn't say for my, for like me personally, like growing up, I have like a younger sister and two younger brothers, but I think if you were to ask this question to like my older brother, then it would, it would be a lot. Yeah. Yeah, because he has to deal with like a lot of my shit or something like that. Throw him under the bus and he's like, dude, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, when it comes to siblings, um, you know, I, I was the mean older brother. And so, <laughs> so it was like the second oldest, my, my younger brother, Samuel, that everyone wanted to hang out with. Um, but I think, you know, it, it were five kids in seven years. So we're all actually oh, like wow. really close. Yeah. Um, you know, now as adults, it's, you know, definitely a lot better. Um, I stopped being the bully and I was a bully, you know, like I, I definitely was, but what are older brothers for? So, uh, gotcha. but yeah, no, definitely a lot of times, like I've, you know, had to, had to be there with, with my siblings and take the shit, take responsibility. It was my idea, you know, so on, I get in trouble. Um, but in terms of, uh, mental fortitude, um, this is actually something that, uh, you know, humans have been dealing with forever, you mm -hmm. know? So there, there's actually a lot of literature out there. Um, different, uh, you know, ethical viewpoints. Uh, but lately, what I've been studying is uh, Stoicism. Uh, and I'm actually mm -hmm. also taking a class on Buddhism as well. Gotcha. Which is, uh, it's it's full of this stuff. Like, yeah. the whole point of Buddhism is to, you know, like... Inner peace. To separate. Yes, separate, separate yeah. yourself from suffering itself, gotcha, you know. Gotcha. So, yeah. um, but basically what it comes down to in, for a lot of people in, in like, modern day here, uh, you can either choose how you react to certain situations or you can choose to project onto the rest of the world to make <clears throat> yourself feel safer. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a big debate, uh, I think, in a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, different places um, today where basically... Uh, people, they feel the need to control everything around them. Mm -hmm. 
and bubble wrap it essentially. Yeah. So uh, to protect themselves from from any sort of misfortune, inconvenience, uh, bad feeling, you name it. Yeah. But uh, what people don't realize, a lot of people don't realize, is that they actually have the the power again to choose how they react to these situations you can you can choose to be petty and get angry and you know make an even bigger mess for Mm -hmm. yourself uh or you can choose to understand it's a problem you know fix the problem feel pretty damn good about fixing a problem and move on and and learn from it so Yeah. yeah i think on the topic of that a lot of the times if i've like faced adversities like in my life or there's things that I need to overcome, or just, you know, constructive criticism, like anything, you name it, like bullshit that comes my way. My go-to kind of answer has been, I don't care. And that that's helped me out so much. Like any like negative, like negative energy or anything that is put on me, I'm just like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, why, like, why do I need to put up with this? It's not mm-hmm. worth my time, it's not worth my energy, so why, so why do it? And it's it's such a simple phrase. Or like I shouldn't care. I shouldn't care. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it's literally I don't care. Oh, okay. okay no, like okay. I, I like I'm not implying that yeah. I'm even going to give it the time of day. Yeah. Like just literally just saying I don't care and dropping it. Yeah. Has solved so many of my problems. Yeah. And it, it just seems so simple, but mm-hmm. dude, sometimes you just don't have to give a shit about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I think you should care about things that are important to you, like stuff that will benefit you in life. But at the end of the day, sometimes you just got to walk away and just be like, I really just don't give a shit yeah. about yeah. things. And I think once people start to understand that, understand that not everything revolving around them has to affect their life, then people can begin to you know, go on throughout their day without you know, having all this pressure from the world around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you usually, I guess, Kenneth, how do you, how do you take adversities or... You know, like negative shit that comes your way. It really depends on what it is and how mm-hmm. how severe it is. Sometimes you need to step away and give yourself a break. Um, other times you need to really face it and think about what's going on. Yeah. Or, I mean, remember the night that our cars all got hit? Fuck. I was already <laughs> having a really shitty time leading up to that night. And then yeah. that night was pretty shitty and then it got shittier. Mm-hmm. Right, and so for me, how I dealt with my shitty night was dealing with the cars at the moment. I distracted myself with something else, and so I kind of pushed aside how I was feeling on one thing, and I like took a loan out and put it toward another problem that was going on. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you do need that distraction, Mm -hmm. but you also need to revisit it at another time. Like one thing that... um, a psychotherapist I watched on YouTube was saying is that it's not the first reaction that matters because the first reaction is going to be, you know, it's all emotional. You didn't really think about it, Mm -hmm. but it's what you do after that reaction. After you've had the time to cool down, step away from it. What do you do after that? You've had the time to think about what the issue is, what your whole issue with the problem is and how you want to move forward. Gotcha. Gotcha. Moving on to our next topic, someone asked, with the importance of time, how do you balance spending time with your family and friends without feeling guilty? Having that, I guess, FOMO, like the fear of missing out. How do you guys deal with that? 
So are you talking about like balancing how much you spend with your family and your friends? Yeah, uh, for, yeah, family, friends, and I guess to kind of broaden that question, uh, just like everything that you do, it could be like your social life, could mm. be day to day tasks. Just how do you how do you find balance in finding all of that without without like feeling guilty as well? You want me to go? I'll I'll go on forever for this one. So I think <laughs> you should go first. All right, sure. Uh, yeah. So, um, first of all, Discord is an amazing invention. What is Discord? For those who don't know. For those who don't know, it's um, <laughs> it's basically like um, you know, you have your servers, and yeah. uh, my family and I are all we're all really close, and so we have a family server. Even my mom and dad are on there. It's like a, we can group call all the time. Okay. Um, share video, share, uh, you know, the game we're playing, share it's memes that we find. Kind of so, in a way, it's yeah. like um, like a forum. Yeah. But it's yeah. live and it's yeah. like its own group chat like type of thing. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. Okay. Uh, it's been around long before the FaceTime group calls. And, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, Apple's always late on that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. How old is Discord? I don't think Discord's that old. Not that old, but still a lot older. It's still than before the, FaceTime yeah. group calls. Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, yes, yes. I think yes. that came out, like, what, last year? Two, a couple years ago, yeah. Yeah, a couple yeah. years ago, FaceTime. I don't, I don't even use FaceTime group calls. I think the, like, bandwidth and everything is just, like, it's, so it's shitty. It's not worth it, yeah. Yeah, it's it kills not kills your worth phone it. battery, even yeah. on the new ones. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, so I think it's got to be, like, every day, every other day, I'm on there with my family, and, um, <clears throat> yeah, literally, even my mom and dad will jump into the call every now mm -hmm. and then, so... Uh, and you know we don't live together. They, uh, my dad's in Germany, my mom's East Coast. So, uh, but you know, I think all of us understand that uh, we have a relationship, like an idea that how we want a relationship to be, and we understand that putting an effort, um, it should feel easy and natural. Uh, and so we're just on there, we're having a good time, and you know, I'd say all my siblings are probably my best friends. So. Okay. Yeah, um, it's good. It's but good. yeah, I think, and then with friends, of course, it's a little different. Um, you know, they're not on as close of a path as uh, your family is with you. Uh, everyone's kind of doing their own thing. Um, I remember, you know, when I first started to like establish myself in a friend group when I was like a teenager. Uh, that's all I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it, it feels good. You know, you're you're hanging out with people. Uh, you feel liked. You feel, uh, you know, that you're wanted uh, around, and uh, basically that like that can get pretty addicting. But mm -hmm. uh, I think as we grow older, you uh, everyone just kind of grows into their own responsibilities. And uh, right now, I have, you know, a a really uh, great respect for all my friends that are, you know, grinding out their own thing. So, gotcha. uh, I, and I never feel bad. Like it could be months if I don't see like you guys, uh, mm -hmm. and I know you guys are doing good. Uh, I think it's important to like check up on people, but, um, for sure, for sure. But yeah, it's and like, it's, it's different at this age too, because is, you know, yeah. we're what, 26, 27. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. It's hard to find the time to see someone like every day. Like we don't go to school to, right. We're not in that situation where we can see each other every day. Exactly. You know, we have yeah. work. We have different priorities that we need to take care of. Mm -hmm. Things at home. Things with family too. So yeah, I th I definitely agree with you. Like finding that balance and everything is yeah. super important. Yeah. But also like, um, 
being comfortable mm-hmm. with, uh, with, you know, not seeing everybody every day. Uh, oh, I actually, I did, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but um, I did, I liked a quote or it's a, it's a way to think about things. You know, you think, oh, I've got like 60 years left to live, mm-hmm. right? But if you think about it um, in occasions instead of like time, it's it's kind of like it's a little different so say uh let's say i move away you know anything could happen i move away when i'm like 35 yeah or something like that right uh so about 10 years how many times am i going to be able to like have an experience with my friends in Mm -hmm. that time period uh and it's probably going to be like it's a long time but you know if we see each other like maybe once a month actually once every two months you know that's like <coughs> not a lot yeah so yeah. uh so you think about it in occasions instead yeah yeah okay. yeah rather or, than like oh i only saw matt or or actually let's let's put it this way the festivals we go to right mm-hmm. uh you know we'd like to be doing it for forever right yeah. Yeah. uh but i think at a certain point we'll we'll kind of like age out of the slow scene. Down. Yeah. Uh, slow, slow down, down for, for sure. sure. Um, but, you know, we're always going to look back on it like, oh, those were the best of times. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. Let, let's put it this way. Like, maybe, maybe I've got like 10 festivals left. You had 10 more occasions. Yeah, 10 more occasions. Before you, you know, you so. croak. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ho- hopefully 10 and then I croak. <laughs> on the 10th. <temp. laughs> on the topic of like festivals, I've been... I've definitely like I go into every festival and I'm like this could be the last festival I ever go into. Yeah. I'm like I could die here. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking party so hard that it's gonna be the last. And that's one. the way to do it. That's the way to <laughs> yeah. do it. And that's how you have the most fun. So and then Donnie gets a text a few days later asking about the next one coming up and he says I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. That's only when I'm drunk. That's only when I'm drunk. Get him drunk first. Come on, yeah. Donnie. It's only fifty dollars. <laughs> Bro, please, it's only $400, and we're going to snort dirt for four days straight. <laughs> and if, anyone, kill you. if anyone wants me to have some, uh, get something done for them, or wants me to go on like any trip or occasion, festival, you name it, just get, ask me when I'm drunk, and 99.9% of the time, I'll say yes. Did, did I ask you to go to the enchantments with me when you were drunk? I think I did. Yes. yes. There's, there's no way in yeah. hell that I would say that I want to go on a fucking 15... <laughs> How, it's like 17 miles? We did 17 miles Jesus in Christ. a day. Yeah. yeah in the I enchantments. Like two hours, mm. but, yeah. 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 Kenneth, what's the longest hike you've been on? Nine miles. That's still good. That's still a lot. The enchantments look so much nicer, though. Dude, it was beautiful. It was, it was awesome. beautiful. It was cool. I think since we're going to upload the visual for this, I'll throw up a picture. It'll be like right here. <laughs> <laughs> or no, right there. I don't yeah. know where I'm going yeah. for that. We'll, we'll edit it somehow. But that's how, this is how the enchantments look. It was cool. And it was, it it was, was cool. awesome. It was fun. Donnie got to see some goats. Dude, we saw mountain yeah. goats. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was great. Yeah. Donnie sees a goat every time he looks in the mirror. What are you about? <laughs> exactly. Hey, yo. <laughs> Damn, bro. Yo, I'd kiss you on the mouth and not for free. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's too funny. Um, I'm excited to go hiking again, like, this summer. Yeah. Like, the weather's just been so shitty mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's fucking, it's mad brick outside, dude. It's freezing. Yeah. It's yeah. freezing. I got some good ones on my bucket list, so. For hikes? Yeah. In-state? In-state. Nice. If you want to join. I'd be down. Kenneth, nice. you down? Oh, I'm always down. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Let's do it. Let's do it. Now that you guys are, like, friends or acquainted. Friends. Friends. Well, acquaintances, I would say. 
No, no, no. This is the part where I start the drama. This is a hard part. <laughs> <laughs> it's going, good for publicity. <laughs> this would make great content. This would be great content. So, leading into this podcast, um, Matt was like, "Should I start off the? F- should I start off just picking a fight with Kenneth?" I'm like, "Dude, why the hell would you do that? <laughs> this would be so bad." Hey, hey, hey! Any drama? I'm saying, yeah, yeah. boost those ratings, right? Boost those ratings. <laughs> They're all like five of our viewers. <laughs> 33, 33. 33. Yeah, we actually looked into it. Oh, that's looked, cool. Yeah. I looked that's at cool. the da- uh, the data from Spotify, mm-hmm. and we had like 33 people listen to the podcast, which is huge. I was expecting way less leading into it. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, anyone that's tuning in, uh, I really appreciate when my friends are succeeding. Friends? So, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you heard me. You heard me. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, so, yeah so I really appreciate me? it. I know they appreciate it. Uh, so thanks for thanks for tuning in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you didn't get to answer yet. So That's right. So, and then we're talking about, um, I guess, f- back to the question, feeling guilty about trying to find the balance between family, friends, work-life balance, you name it. Like, how do you do it? That's a tough one, but I've chosen friends, most of them, than family because they say you can't choose family, and I grew up thinking, yeah, you definitely fucking can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can save that for another time, but I grew up thinking, you know, you don't choose family, but you can choose your friends, and so you have a group of people that want to be with you. They're choosing to be with you, not because they're stuck with you, mm-hmm. and they're all like-minded, so it's easy to pick the time with the friends, you know. True. Oh, so you like being in, in an echo chamber, right? And I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where everyone agrees with you and everything's perfect yeah, okay. all the time. Okay. I, I said like-minded, not uh, not the exact same. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, um, but as I get older, I've come to realize they don't have to be separate entities. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can do things with your family that you can with your friends, like Donovan for Thunderdome was with my cousins and younger brother at my cousin's house or uncle's mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. or like another friend of ours said you know I don't have any friends I have family <laughs> shout out shout out Dom Toretto <laughs> shout out the Fast and the Furious series one time <laughs> oh that hurt my feelings when he said it but I was like drunk as hell but you know they don't have to be separate things yeah. um, for me when I can I'd like to do both of them at the same time which helps when like Donovan and Calvi are both really good friends with my younger brother, mm-hmm. and so we can all do things together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's hard balancing both, especially balancing like I guess to say like different friend groups, like that that occasion um, for Thunderdome, the festival that happened. It was like a three day festival. I went for two days, but one day I went with one group, and the other day I went with another group because you know those are my friends. You know I want to hang out with them. A lot of the time. It for me personally, it's kind of exhausting to you know jump in one group and jump in another. When I I wish I could just like mend them together, which is kind of what ha- what's happening. That's, right that's now. what happened to me on day one. Yeah, dude. So, but sometimes you just gotta let it flow. Yeah. But sometimes you can't. Like you have to. Yeah. <clears throat> be two places at once, but you can't. So finding a balance between that is definitely hard. Well, how do you manage it, Donnie? Dude, at this point, I've literally meld like melted all of my friend groups together. To where it's every time yep. I hang out, it's I, like a, I feel that. It's I like a that. freaking the uh, um, Avengers like Endgame type of shit. <laughs> for, for like when they all come together in the yeah. final battle, yeah, that's that's actually what was happening. That is it. That is uh, it. No, no. So yeah, yeah like, it's mad difficult. Day day one, it was like 
my whole Seattle group with, yeah. you know, our friends up there. Yeah. Uh, and then the whole Vegas group and then all of the Tacoma group. Yeah. That's where it was like 50 people. I just like let it, I together. just let it happen. Yeah. And if it works out, it works out. Yeah. But the thing is, I, I try not to have, I try not to associate with people who are so close minded and to the point where they can't hang out with like another friend of mine. Yeah. My, my saying's always been like, you know, a friend of yours is a friend of mine too. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially at this point, because people that I do consider as friends, are people that I hold like dear to me, like people that I hang out and that I trust with. Like I don't hang out with like sketchy people or you know just like people like just to like meet up. Like I I hate doing stuff like that. I like meeting people. Don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't consider them like friends up until that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I just like if if I gotta get like lunch with you one day and I gotta hang out with like a couple of people this other day, I just mash that shit together and pray for the pray for the best. <laughs> Yeah, or I mean, you could do what I do when I can't put the two together, like family and friends, and I don't do either. Yeah, and, and just that's time fine yourself, too. and you that's know? fine too. I, I think a lot of people, especially now, they feel like, oh, I need to go out and socialize and go do, out and do this. I think the pandemic kind of played a lot into that too, because um, people lack that social interaction. But for me, like now that you bring that up, being by myself and having like alone time, dude, I strive for that. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's great, like being by yourself and kind of just. Being comfortable with, you know, not having to socialize, dude, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, but how would you handle the guilt when you're not spending time with one group or the other? I think if you're feeling guilty, then, you know, why are you feeling guilty? Are you spending more time with your family or more time with your friends? Yeah. And then just trying to adjust. Yeah. I mean, you are, someone's going to get their feelings hurt or someone's going to feel like, oh, I see you're hanging out with that person when you could be hanging out with me. Mm-hmm. That's just how it's going to be. Like, you have to accept the fact that you can't be two places at once. And you're, I'm not saying you have to flake on everything, but you're only one person. Like, you have to find a balance. You have to, I'm not saying to put things in a certain level of importance when it comes to family and friends. I think both are very important pieces of being like who you are. <clears throat> but you have to find a balance between them. So, what kind of friend is going to make you feel guilty about that? Exactly. A shitty friend. Yeah. yeah. Like I so, said last week, you, you hang around shit, you smell like shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. That's, that's, I 100% agree <laughs> mm-hmm. with that, too. You shouldn't... I don't think any of my friends would be like, oh, you're hanging out with so-and-so? Like, thanks. Like, why didn't you invite me? Like, no, dude. Any friend who says that, they're cut, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I've lost... Like, over the time, I've lost a decent amount of people, I guess, I would consider, like, friends or, like, people that I hung out with. Mm-hmm. And dude, that's just life. Like at the end of the day, like I'm busy. I got my own things to do. So be it. I, I also think you don't owe anyone an explanation for your actions. Yeah, you don't owe them shit. You don't. You know, even like friends or family. Like if you're busy or you you want to take time for yourself, like you don't have to tell people I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like you're just like, oh hey, you know, I'll talk to you later. It like, feels okay. forced at that point. Yeah, yeah it feels yeah, forced. So. Yeah, Friendships I mean, shouldn't be forced. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're feeling guilty, then I guess you could communicate with them. Say, I got something else going on. But again, what kind of person would make you feel guilty about yeah. that? And, you know, a friend would respect that. So, yeah, exactly. 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 Well, so where are we at? I guess, okay, there's this new there's this new segment I want to do for the podcast. And since we do have the visual, it'll be kind of, um, it'll be pretty good. It's called, what are you doing, bro? So basically, 
since Matt's our special guest for today, oh my God. I'm going to show him. him a series of pictures, and uh, you'll you'll see it annotated in the video. So I got to explain myself. You have 30 seconds to explain what are you doing, bro. Wait, I thought I thought I didn't have to explain anything to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're on the podcast. Okay, all right, I'll do it. All right. So first picture. What are you doing, bro? Bro, that that one's funny. That one's great. That is um. <laughs> That was for Boo Seattle yeah. last year. I went as All Might. And that that was me struggling with this wig I got at Spirit Halloween. And I was trying to like get the freaking whatever they are. The, okay. the bunny ears on it. Right, Pretty next, funny though. Next picture. What are you doing, bro? You took that photo. <laughs> I did. Why, why you got your hands out like that? What, what are you grabbing for? <laughs> I, can't, I can't explain that one, but that is my li- listen. That's my favorite angle, like of all time. We've we've done it a lot since then. That was in Arizona at my my aunt's place. The fucking zone. yo, shout out Arizona. I love Arizona. <laughs> It's the last thing you see before, <laughs> before you die, at the at the pearly gates or the flaming gates of hell. <laughs> you see Matt, with two hands, and say, "Come here." <laughs> the, Actually, probably hell. The the gates of Tempe. The gates of Tempe. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth, have you ever been to Arizona? Oh, I don't think so. But fun fact, I really wanted to go to ASU or NAU, mm. but instead I went to UW. Ah. Uh, uh. Do you think you made the right decision? Hell no. <laughs> I think you know that too, man. Yeah, yeah. Do you think your life would have been different if you went to? Oh, it would have been for sure college different. Oh, yeah, definitely. My, my cousin I wish actually... I could have went to college, like out of state or like yeah. Arizona especially. Arizona's awesome. Oh, yeah. My cousin went to uh, NAU. Yeah. How'd they it's, like it? It's, they, they love it, yeah. It's, it, but ASU is like definitely that party school. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't way, want to go for the parties. Yeah. I think I would have went for the parties and like the overall culture you know? look look you would have been there and a party would would have just been right next to you <laughs> at eight, 18 year old you have that kind of discipline did you have the mental fortitude to not have that influence you <laughs> oh hell no. yeah exactly <laughs> okay <laughs> next picture for what you doing bro matt what are you doing bro <laughs> Oh, you know it. <laughs> you know it. Why are you the, why are you looking like like Russ from Up looking ass? <laughs> better, better protect your girl before I collect your girl. <laughs> Yo, she's just another badge in the scar. <laughs> just another badge. <laughs> but my mom sewed on herself. <laughs> so my mom sewed on herself. Uh, oh yeah, but uh, yeah. What, what are you doing, I, I, bro? That was uh, my brother's um, Eagle Scout Court of Honor. So there's gotcha. four boys in my family. And we're we're all Eagle Scouts. So. Gotcha. Fun time. Good. Yeah. So if we're dying, you're definitely the person to call. You'd know what to do. Somewhat, yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. If we got dropped in the middle of the woods, then you would know. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For the final picture, <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> what are you doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> and and for the Spotify listeners, this will get uploaded to um Instagram and TikTok just so you guys can see it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so. <laughs> I just realized that. I'm so stupid. People <laughs> listening to this on Spotify are going to be like... Check out that YouTube link. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like straight... They're going to be listening. Like, what the fuck is going So, uh... I got to explain this. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So, here in this final picture, we have Jesus Christ himself cradling uh, a bust. What looks like a bust uh, of Matt's head. And Matt's just compassionately looking into him. 
So Matt here, what are you doing, bro? So that's a Snapchat filter, and I never go on Snapchat. So that's like a that's a very valuable photo. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a rare treasure. Yeah. Um, I think I think I just want to take this time to like uh, shout out, you know, my divine origins. Um, yeah. You know, I thought so. you were about to shout out Jesus Christ. Once shout, well, shout out Jesus Christ, but shout, you know, shout out JC. <laughs> JC. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's how it is. Yeah, you got it like that. I, thought I got it like you that. And, you and you and Jesus are boys. I don't. I don't have any more for that one. <laughs> I don't have any more. No there, There's worse ones than that. So oh, you, you picked no. correctly. <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. I think that's where we'll go ahead and end today's podcast. Anyone listening, we do appreciate you. This has been episode two of the Down for the Brown podcast. Matt Turner Burner, thank you for joining us this evening. It's been great. Um, moving on, if anyone would like to join the podcast, feel free to hit one of us up. We'll drop our social media. We'll drop the links. You'll know where to find us. If anyone has any advertisements or anything they want to support or uh, just promote on the show too, hit us up. We, we're just rambling on about bullshit, but we definitely want to get back to anyone listening or the community or you know just support our friends, listeners, and and everything you know we wanted this to be like a positive experience and just something fun that we do so with that being said this has been episode two of the down for the brown podcast i'm donnie i'm kenneth and i'm matt thank you for listening